Hey, Jason here. Today's video, we're going to cover Hershey, and I'm going to answer the question, is Hershey a great investment right now, a great stock to buy right now? Before I get to that, though, I'm going to let you know, or I want to let you know that you can get this video as a podcast anywhere in the world for free on all major podcasting platforms, Stitcher, Anchor, SoundCloud, Spotify, iTunes, and more. You get this as part of the I Love Value Investing podcast anywhere in the world for free. Make sure to stick around to the end of this video. And I'll tell you how to get some free resources that help you become a better investor faster. And if you like this video and our other videos, make sure to um, subscribe on YouTube and to also hit, hit the notification bell so you're notified every time we release a new video and releasing new videos all the time. Okay, again, I apologize for what's about to come, but if you want to skip this, go to about two, two and a half minutes. Sorry, my cat jumped up on my desk before we got that. Um, I apologize for what I'm about to say, but I have to say it because every time I forget to say it, people get nasty in the comments. So these are for educational purposes only to help you become a better investor. Um, this is based on my per preliminary analysis checklist. Um, these are my thoughts. I don't own any stock um, in a long position that I talk positively about, and I don't short stocks ever. So I don't make money either way. Uh, <laughs> Why should you listen to anything I have to say? Um, in the last nine years of my career, I produced investment returns in the portfolios I manage of 23.55% on average every year for the last nine years. Um, that puts me just behind Buffett in the first nine years of his career when he produced 24.2% returns on average over the first nine years of his career. I don't say that to brag. I don't say that for any other reason other than to prove to you I actually know what I'm talking about a little bit. Um, and that also to give you some context that I want to help you. So, okay, again, all of that out of the way. Let's get to Hershey. Oop, that is the wrong stuff. I apologize for that. Okay, so today we're going to talk about Hershey. First thing I notice here. Pays a pretty decent dividend, 2.2% dividend. Um, nothing else of major note here. This is one sign the company might be overvalued. I look for, I don't really care about PE um, or forward PE, but when I do, I would like it to be under 20 um, to consider the stock undervalued. But again, it's not a huge deal there. Hershey, if you don't know, they are the world's leading let's see what it says 45 45 percent of the u.s space so they're one of the world's largest chocolate and chocolate candy and chocolate etc um companies they also have things like uh they own brands like reese's kit kats hershey's of course kisses and also gum um in icebreakers okay Hershey's already talked about that. Okay. Revenue up by about two point two two point one billion dollars since twenty eleven. Growing revenue is generally a good thing, especially when you have high margins, which Hershey's does. Hershey's has fantastic margins. I look for anything above 10% on a consistent basis for operating profit margins. Um, these have been almost 20% or average almost 20% per year on um, for the last decade. 
and last 12 months, 22.2%. Earnings per share up over time. Dividends up over time. This is interesting. So it looks like Hershey wants to pay out about 50% of its annual earnings in dividends. So as earnings per share go up, that means dividends will continue to go up. They bought back shares about, what was that, 21 million shares in the last decade. Um, very good, especially if the stock has been undervalued in that time. Book value per share is up uh, by about, what, 2.5x off the top of my head. From $4.12 per share in 2011 to almost $11 per share in the, uh, in the last 12 months. That's important because typically that means um, this is a proxy, a very basic proxy for the underlying intrinsic value of the company. So this going up over time, sorry, wrong highlight for those watching on YouTube. Um, this going up over time means that the underlying intrinsic value of the company has been going up over time as well. Most likely, again, this is one sign. Free cash flow production has gone up by about six times since 2011, from 233 million in 2011 to one point, just under 1.3 billion in the last 12 months. Again, fantastic. ROIC. I look for anything above 10% on a consistent basis, and theirs is above 20% over the last decade on average. Um, one thing of note here that's not great is their ROE is at 64.3 compared to their ROIC of 21.2. means that the company has a decent amount of debt. Is it necessarily a red flag? I can't say that now. Um, but it's, or is it necessarily a deal breaker in a bad way? Um, not necessarily, I can't say that right now, but that's something to look for when we get to the balance sheet. Free cash flow to sales, again, I look for some anything over 5% on a consistent basis. They've been probably 10, 12% range over the last decade on average. So that's fantastic. And before I go further to the balance sheet stuff, what that means is the reason I look for those metrics, operating profit and ROIC above 10% on a consistent basis and free cash flow to sales over 5% on a consistent basis is because I estimate far fewer than 5% of all companies on earth surpass those thresholds on a consistent year in, year out basis. Um, so that is not only, does that only not makes it a great company, it makes it one of the best operating companies in the world in terms of profitability. It also is a sign the company may have competitive advantages, which Hershey's obviously does. If you know anything about Hershey's and their, what, almost a hundred years at this point, history of chocolates and candies and confections, I guess, confectionery. <laughs> intangibles i've talked about those in several videos this is the one case that i think i've talked about so far where intangibles may actually add an enormous amount of value to the company because again do their enormous competitive advantages over almost 100 years now um, we'll get to that and when we talk more about the balance sheet in a minute um debt again 40 almost 45 percent of the balance sheet not great um, actually almost 50% of their balance sheet, more than 50% of their balance sheet when you include short-term and long-term debt. Um, not great. 
But again, we'll go into more detail when we get to the balance sheet specific. Uh, cash emergency cycle going up over time, not a great thing. In this case, it means they have more inventory, um, which again is not a great thing because it could mean the company is having a harder time selling its products, which makes sense because there's this huge push against um, sugary products like candy or soft drinks, stuff like that. So that is probably why their cash conversion cycle is higher. Again, is it a huge deal here? Probably not. Um, from 42 days to 53 days in the last decade is what it's risen. Um, yes, that's a decent rise. Yes, it's not a great thing. Um, is it a deal breaker? Again, probably not. Um, but it is something to watch. Debt to equity is 2.2. I look for anything under one. So again, debt is something we need to watch, which I've said three times now. Um, and we are there. So they have $4.8 billion in debt. In net debt, they have um, debt minus cash. They have net debt position of about 3. Point, was that 3.7-ish, 3.6-ish billion dollars in net debt after you subtract debt from cash versus a market cap of $30.7 billion. So again, it's not a huge deal, um, but it is something to watch going forward. It's not a huge deal. I need to explain why. Why isn't it a huge deal in this case? Because debt is one of my biggest kind of red flag things. It's not a huge deal here um, because of how profitable and how consistently profitable over years and decades Hershey's is. If their profits and cash flows um, were lower consistently, the debt would be a problem because of their huge profitability on both a operating profit and a free cash flow basis. It's not a huge deal to me here. Dun, dun, dun. Okay, intangible assets, which is Looks like it's about half goodwill, half intangibles. So, trademarks, patents. Trade, trademarks, patents, software technology, customer relationships make up about 1.5, 1.6, about 1.4 to 1.6 billion dollars worth of their intangibles. Um, and those are valuable, again, because of Hershey's long-term um, brand name essentially with the trademark and patents are most likely and I don't I actually don't know what the patents are it's probably mostly trademarks but Morningstar doesn't break it down into trademarks or patents it just is trademarks and patents so I would assume most of this is from trademarks um, which again in this case most cases I talk about trademarks brand names aren't a huge deal unless the company has huge competitive advantages this is one case where the trademarks um, definitely add value to the company Goodwill, where's the good, just the goodwill, there it is. So they have about $2 billion in goodwill. Again, not a huge deal here. This probably does add a little bit of value to the company because again, their competitive advantages. Um, goodwill, if you watch my other videos, I think again, specifically uh, the Cody video, US Steel and some others, ExxonMobil maybe. I've talked about goodwill and most of the time it doesn't have any value. In this case, again, it probably does because of the competitive advantages of Hershey over the long term, which is the concept called economic goodwill. 
um, that Buffett talks about a little bit in his uh, shareholder annual letters. Economic goodwill adds value to the company. Normal goodwill as an accounting goodwill, which is what you see most of the time, um, does not because it doesn't come with competitive advantages. Again, in this case, it probably does. Debt, again, we already talked about that. Not a huge issue. Cash flow statement. Oop, there we go. Nothing of major note, either positively or negatively, other than in <laughs> their operations are profitable. Um, other than that, which we've already talked about, other than that, there's nothing really positive outside of that, which is amazing by itself. Um, I don't really see any negative red flags here either. Okay, valuation. One thing here. So, so far... So far, Hershey's looked like a great potential investment. Has growing revenue over time. Book value per share is going up over time. Great operating profit margins. Great ROIC. Great free cash flow to sales margins. Huge competitive advantages. Um, low debt levels compared to its profitability. Again, higher than I would like, but because of its huge profitability, not a big deal. So far, Hershey's looks like a great investment. This, to me, is where most companies die, is or at least when it, when it comes to me considering them as a potential investment is the valuation, especially as of this writing in uh, February, late February 2021 with valuations either at or near all-time highs. Um, most companies, at least for further analysis, come here to die for me. And that is where Hershey's goes to die again for the time at least as well. So again, if you watch my pre previous videos, I don't care much about uh, PE, price to cash flow, but or for PE, but when I do, I want these to be under 20. PE right now is 24.2, price to cash flow is 18.2, uh, for PE is 21.9. On average, those are above my 20 mark. Not by a huge amount, but it shows that it's about fairly valued to slightly overvalued for Hershey's. This is the bigger deal. Enterprise value to EBIT. I look for stocks to sell below eight here to consider them undervalued. The reason I love this number so much is because enterprise value includes cash and debt on top of the market cap of the company, while price just includes the market cap. And since 99% of all companies on earth have either cash or debt, as a person who thinks of investing in a stock as owning the entire business, which is how I think, I want to know what it would what the kind of overall price would be for me to buy the entire company. Then you compare that to EBIT, which is operating profit. The reason, again, I like this better than earnings is because earnings, also known as net income, is far easier to manipulate than earnings or cash flow. Uh, then, um, sorry, operating income or cash flow. I look for anything, so this is 20.8. I look for anything below eight to consider the company under, undervalued. So this shows that Hershey's is overvalued right now. Um, great stock. Otherwise, 
outside of its valuation, but it's overvalued and that lowers the margin of safety that makes this investing in the stock riskier. And it also means you should expect to earn lower return, returns owning the stock going forward. For those reasons, I would not invest in Hershey right now, even though again, otherwise it's a great stock. I would wait to research um, Hershey shares further until they fall, e until either they fall or profits rise significantly to bring this valuation at least closer to eight, even if let's say it was 12 um, because of their huge competitive advantages and profitability and cash flow. I would consider doing further research to invest in them if it was if they had an EV to EBIT of 12, showing they're about fairly valued-ish. But at 20, almost 21, it shows they're significantly overvalued um, compared to, to their their market cap, their cash, and their debt combined to their operating profit. And for that reason, I would not invest in Hershey stock right now. Um, okay, let me bring the video back over here. Okay, there we are. So I hope this helped. I hope this was interesting. This has been one of the few stocks where I've kind of been like, eh, um, where I've kind of been on the fence about. Most have either been absolutely terrible um, for valuation reasons, for debt reasons, for whatever the reason is. This one was kind of on the fence uh, until the valuation. So, and it actually wasn't even on the fence. It looked like a great investment until we got to the valuation. So this was a great case study. Hope you learned something. Um, if I... If you want to learn more, or if I didn't explain something well enough, let me know in the comments below. If I missed something, let me know in the comments below. If you want me to look at a stock like this for you, let me know in the comments below. So far, I've looked at, I think, almost 10 stocks for people who've commented on, on the YouTube videos, um, letting me know stocks they wanted me to look at. I will look at stock for you anywhere in the world, except for banks, because I don't evaluate them, and except for insurance companies, because you have to actually dig into the annual reports to evaluate whether they're a good company or not. Anything other than that, if you want me to look at it, let me know. I'd love to look at it for you. If you like this video, make sure to like, love, share, subscribe, comment, and hit the notification bell, or subscribe and comment, and hit the notification bell so you're notified every time we release a new video and release new videos all the time. If you're listening on the podcast, we really appreciate if you do all that same stuff, but also a review on top of that, because the more reviews, views, and listens we get on our content, the more people we can help. If you're looking for more resource more free resources on how to become a better investor faster the free uh the videos we've done in this series prior and now we're up to i think 30 40 range you can get in for free below if you're looking for other free resources like my full valuation template my full preliminary analysis valuation template which we just did the visual version of you can get the actual pdf copy in our free gifts um below you can also get a free PDF copy of my book, How to Value Invest, and a free copy of my guide, Seven Tips to Picking Great Stocks on Three Times You Must Sell. You can get all three of those for free in the description below. If you're looking for more specific help from me on how to become a better investor faster, make sure to check out the link to our masterclass below this as well. But until next time, have a great day. Talk soon. Bye.